Welcome to Higher Calling Wildlife with award-winning wildlife journalist Chester Moore. From deep investigations to interviews with top experts, Higher Calling Wildlife is the place to get informed and inspired about all things wildlife. Welcome to Higher Calling Wildlife. This is Chester Moore in Reno, Nevada at the Sheep Show. I didn't even know this place existed a couple years ago. The National Bighorn Sheep Center. I should have known this place existed a couple years ago. I've got a couple of ladies here going to introduce themselves. Good afternoon. I'm Sarah Bridge, the Executive Director. Hello, I'm Kendra Young, the Director of Education and Outreach. And where are you located? We are located in Dubois, Wyoming. Okay. And what is the vision of the National Bighorn Sheep Center? Good question, Chester. Um, the vision relates to our mission, and that's to provide education and outreach for the national conservation of wild sheep, wildlife, and wildlands. And uh, what was the, uh, the the idea of you know having a place just for bighorns? Why, why the bighorn in particular? The bighorn in particular because of our location. Mm -hmm. um, we are located in the Wind River Valley, mm -hmm. um, right outside the Whiskey Mountain, mm -hmm. Whiskey Basin, and we once had the largest herd mm -hmm. of wintering Rocky Mountain bighorn sheep. Wow, very cool. Historical value. And of course, we're all here at the sheep show, so we all love sheep. Iconic animals of the American, uh, the North American West, and also, you know, got them down into Mexico. So, great North American iconic animal experienced a lot of problems with disease, habitat, predation. So you guys are in the business of education and outreach. So tell me a little bit about the outreach aspect of what you do. Okay, so some of our bigger outreach things, we have a week-long youth camp mm -hmm. um, in the summer, in the middle of August, that we try to get everybody up to Wyoming. Um, it's a lot of just random outside stuff and hands-on place-based. Families are included, so it's going to be amazing. We have a scholarship, this um, raffle at the Sheep Show, so if you're here, come check that out. And then another one of our really big outreach things is we're working on a wild sheep webinar series, where once a month we have somebody come in and do a webinar on something, whether it be archaeology, habitat, herd updates. We're going to have the um, working dogs for conservation, and that'll give anybody not in Wyoming the chance to learn a little bit about Du Bois and kind of the wild sheep in there. Um, facts about them. So how do you two ladies find that people who maybe stop by or maybe go through an outreach have never really, maybe they know about rams existing or don't really know about bighorns? When they learn, what, how are the responses? What are people when they start learning about these amazing animals? I'll sum it up um, from a quote from a fourth grader. Um, bighorn sheep are cool. <laughs> yeah, um, there you go. And to quote uh, Gary Butler, who used to manage the habitat around Whiskey Basin, mm -hmm. Bighorn sheep are the canaries in the coal line for wildlife. Absolutely. The herd is healthy, other wildlife in the area is healthy too. Well, I've always loved sheep, but I don't live, I live as far in Texas as away from sheep country as you can get. I live in the Louisiana border, so cheaper, 11 hours for me, mm -hmm. you know. But I've always loved them and been fascinated. And I look at two animals in America, game animals, as being canaries in the coal mine. It's interesting you said that. Wild sheep in the West and wild turkeys in the rest of the country. So it's interesting thinking about that indicator species. You know, white-tailed deer, you can't kill off once you get them established. You know, elk are very resilient, but sheep, disease, different things, and uh, wild turkeys have habitat issues. So that's really interesting. Um, what are some of the stories of like, you know, maybe kids or adults that have come through? Have you ever had one that like maybe wanted to get involved with a sheep conservation group or got involved with the center after they spent time there? Oh, absolutely. We see that every day. Yeah. Um, and folks who come in and they just, they, 
we really focus on place-based, mm -hmm. right? A lot of people ask, why aren't we the wild sheep center? And it goes back to our roots, right? Our roots, Whiskey Mountain, Rocky Mountain, Bighorn sheep. Mm -hmm. um, but when people come in and they meet our education director, our mm -hmm. board president who is local there, they form an intimate memory. Yep. And you'll find people coming back to volunteer mm -hmm. uh, at Camp Bighorn mm -hmm. or um, they was sending their grandkids. So Camp Bighorn, I'm in Texas, but a lot of people like to go to Yellowstone and Montana and Wyoming and all over the place to, um, to spend vacations. Is this something like a family in Texas? Hey, I got a kid obsessed with Bighorn sheep. Can, I, can they send them to Camp Bighorn? Well, you know, Chester, I'm glad you're asking that because we want to promote that. Mm -hmm. Now, I'd just like to remind the, the listeners of this agreement we have with both the National Wild Sheep Foundation mm -hmm. and the Wyoming chapter. Mm -hmm. And that's to be the official education and outreach arm across the United States mm -hmm. and moving into Canada and Mexico. Yeah. And I would I invite all of our chapters and affiliates, mm -hmm. all wild sheep lovers, to, to pick up the phone, call Kendra, call me. We want to get your children out there. We have the scholarships. I'll have Kendra talk a little bit about the program. Mm -hmm. um, but we invite you. We want, it to, we want to make it the best year yet. Awesome. Tell us about the programs itself. So like when it comes to like, you know, this Bighorn camp, what are they going to, what's going to happen? What are they going to be doing? Okay, so first I want to go back to her conversation and say we've had kids from Alaska, we've had families from back east everywhere, so this is a national effort. Mm -hmm. So, you know, keep that going. And then second, so what they're actually going to be doing is anything outdoors. We've got a whole lot of different local teachers, mm -hmm. Game and Fish comes in, different partners come in. Um, it's just four days of hands-on anything. We've had taxidermy, so kids actually learn about taxidermy, watch a presentation, and then attempt to, you know mounted deer head, um, working a little bit with kayaking. Everybody goes out one afternoon and kayaks on the lake that they're actually mm -hmm. camped on the side of. Mm -hmm. So kayaking, edible plants, hiking, um, a little bit of wild sheep biology, just anything to get kids outdoors, mm -hmm. get them interested in natural resources. And you know, we're hoping to inspire that next generation of conservationists. Now you mentioned webinars. How do people connect with that? They get on an email list or follow on social media, all of the above? All of the above best way is email info at bighorn.org. Say sign me up for the webinars. So I'm going to ask both of you this question, starting with you, Sarah. Why do you do this? Why this? I mean, are there other things in life that could pay more for sure? So why, why bighorn sheep and why wildlife? When an individual becomes connected to wildlife mm -hmm. and the habitat that they live on, mm -hmm. I think it connects an individual to their deepest humanity. And we are like we are all connected and exist in a circle versus a hierarchy, right? And I and I want to be careful about how I explain that too because um, I don't want to be misinterpreted. Um, it's just it touches a, a core, mm -hmm. right? It makes us understand that we are, you know, we are we are responsible for each other, mm -hmm. um, and that gives my life a lot of meaning. Right. And what about you? Doing the education part. I mean, you got to love kids if you do that part. I mean, I do, I do. I love the kids. I love the working with the outreach, the working with people, the wildlife. And I'm going to echo Sarah on that one. That, you know, like you were saying earlier, you might not make as much money, but the rewarding, you know, inside feeling, and you're all connected, and you're not having that many resources still. So to protect what you have, it's just an amazing, you know, personal feeling, especially when you can share it with others. Very cool. So give me all the different ways, and our listeners, all the different ways to connect online with the center. Um, visit us, www.bighorn.org. Um, follow us on our Instagram, National Bighorn Sheep Center. 
You can also follow us on Facebook. Thanks for listening to Higher Calling Wildlife. Find us on Facebook at Higher Calling Wildlife, at The Chester Moore on Instagram, and our blog at HigherCalling.net. To contact Chester, email Chester at ChesterMoore.com.